Hello and welcome to another episode of Tapping Into Abundant Success. Today I have an amazing guest with me and funnily enough we both have something in common which is money but yes. let me introduce you first to Eloise Burton from Money Alchemy. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me Vicky. Oh, it's my pleasure to have you here. Like, super excited to have you. <laughs> I know our conversation is just going to be wild. So, before yeah. we get started and get lost in our magic of conversations, could you please introduce yourself? Let the listeners and those watching know who you are, what you do, where you're from, and the magic you bring in. Yeah. So, my name's Eloise Burton. I'm the Money Alchemist. I'm the best-selling author of The Magic of Money Alchemy. And I help spiritual women to connect with money as a feminine being so that we can make a friend of her and want her around a lot more than we used to. So that that's what I do. And I do it through a variety of techniques that combine logic and magic. <laughs> Excuse me. And my primary focus is on the bit that's missing from the secret and lots of other law of attraction um, texts. And that is the healing of ourselves so that we can expand our ability to attract and hold more money. Amazing. Yeah, love it. Absolutely. So on point there, Eloise. I love it. So before I literally, because we are going to get lost in conversation in just Mm -hmm. a second, there's a couple of things that I just want to highlight from Eloise's perspective, right? She has the most amazing magical checkbook that you have to go and buy. Okay. So after you've listened to this, is it on Amazon? It's not anymore. Oh, okay. It's on my website. So it's on our website. So I'm going to yeah. send you all the links and you're going to have to go and visit and get the money checks book, right? Because it is so, so beautiful. Okay. There's lots of other things that Eloise offers, but I really wanted you to make sure you get the magic check. So Eloise, it's, it's, it's wonderful just to look at and hold, let alone use, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those stationary items that you buy because you absolutely love it. And you're just actually too afraid to use it. It's so good. <laughs> Well, there's 50 checks in it, so don't be afraid. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so let's dive in then. You've touched but point on something really, really magical here, and it really aligns with my heart centre. So I'd love to bring it into this podcast experience today. Eloise, tell me, what got you into healing the uh, money aspect for you to be able to manifest and hold money? Oh, yeah. So I have not always been a money alchemist let's say I was a complete money mess and (laughs) excuse me I've read loads of books like I've throughout my life I've loved um I've loved personal development I did my NLP training decades ago I, I did my coach training decades ago and like I had all the things in my head to make me successful And then when I did experience success, I was still working in my job and I set up a side hustle and it was taking me like 10 minutes a month to service. And it was dropping thousands of dollars into my bank account every two weeks. It was selling on Amazon in the United States, uh, selling fitness goods. And I was like, yes, this is success. This is what I've been reading and learning all about for all these years. And at that point, I had my worst mental health crisis. Um. I started to get physical um, symptoms of stress and anxiety. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. My skin went all like scaly and I got psoriasis all over my scalp. And I I knew what it was. I knew what it was. I felt stupid saying it. But it was because I had this business that was tipping thousands of dollars into my bank account. It it hit over $100,000 within nine months. Um. 
And I felt guilty because I was only putting 10 minutes of work in and that didn't sit comfortably with me. I felt like I was doing something wrong, like I was doing something illegal. Mm. Even though I knew everything that I knew and I knew I knew it, Mm. my body was freaking out. And that was when I, well, just before that, I shut down that business. So I turned off the tap of thousands of dollars every two weeks, dropping into my bank account. And I was like, what the F is this? Because that was the dream, right? I had a good salary, a good career, and I had a side hustle that was basically going to make me financially free really quickly. And so then I started diving into more specifics on money mindset. And that's a big rabbit hole to go down. And people were talking about all the thinking and setting intentions and things like that. Um, But then I realized that it isn't just in my mind. Money just isn't in our mind. It's in our bodies. It's in our hearts. It's in our souls. It's coded into us. So my mind was fine. My mind had the right software, but the rest of me didn't. Mm -hmm. so I someone showed me I think it was Denise Duffield Thomas actually showed me how to use EFT tapping and I was like this is amazing this is energy healing and then I remembered that I had a Reiki certificate and you know all this type of thing all the things that you forget about and um and I just realized that it was the healing that I needed so I went further and further into that rabbit hole and I started learning about I became an EFT practitioner. Um, I became a belief clearing practitioner. I learned about the beautiful Hawaiian practice of Ho'oponopono. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. I trained in silent counseling, which is neither silent nor counseling, but is super powerful rapid energy release. And now I'm training in heart healing because we can think. But if we, if our body, mind, soul, and heart aren't in alignment, if I, if they're not in alignment, then we can't grow rich because we stop it, you know. And I think women suffer from that a lot more for many, for many reasons. But the number one is we are really new to money. Mm. We've only had money in this country, our own money, since 1975, according to the Guardian. So, like, it's less than 50 years at the time we're recording this. Less than 50 years. And so we're not really as confident with making money and having our own money and things like that. Mm. Plus we have, we've talked about this before, the witch wound, which makes us scared to stand up and say, hey, what I do is amazing. I can help you. Because that when we, ha- when we suffer from the witch wound, that can make it feel very dangerous. So, yeah, that's, I don't, I've forgotten the question. I'm sorry. No, no, it's good. It's brilliant. It's good because it shows the listeners and those, you know, tuning in right now that um, the journey that you've had to go on to be able to be in the position that you're in, to be able to hold money. Mm. And that was, that was what I wanted to pick out because Mm. I, um, in my world, what I do with my clients is help them embody the safety of holding money as well. Mm, It's such a beautifully aligned topic that I thought we could really pick out today. I don't know about you, but I, I actually get really sick of hearing other people online saying you can have overnight success. (laughs) You can go and make the money. And then people are going away and they're making the money, but they're not being able to keep hold of the money because they keep spending it. And if they're not spending it, they get an unexpected bills. And it's like, 
we've got to energetically realign this shit to bring you back into your power so you're not just being again being a victim to money you are not a victim to money you are the empowering soul of money but as you have said from your own journey and which I have shared on my own journey is that it's not always easy to cultivate that within yourself when you've never been taught it um, I mean, I've worked with VIP clients who, you know, have had very, very well wealthy upbringings. But when it comes to themselves, they still aren't able to hold the money because they haven't been taught it. They haven't spent time in that connection of it. But one thing I have found, I don't know about yourself, Eloise, because I mean, our journeys are very, very similar and we're trained in very similar things. And. Um, but one thing I discovered on this journey was if you want more money, stop attaching it to the things that you see. Oh, just stop attaching it, full stop. <laughs> so, you know, people always say to me, why is it so easy to manifest a car parking space and it's so hard to manifest money? And I'm like, it's not. It's because you put so much on money. If you don't get a parking space, if you don't manifest a parking space, it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt you but if you don't manifest money you've got all these things lined up of how it's going to damage you so you put you just attach to money um <coughs> excuse me and like we we find we find things like parking spaces and red light uh green lights easy to manifest but they're actually so much harder to manifest because there's so many moving parts involved in that money is everywhere Money is everywhere. I could look in this room and I would find money somewhere. Maybe only a penny, but I would find some. But we, we've got so much junk and attachment when it comes to money. And it's it's a neediness almost. And we all know like neediness is not attractive. It's repellent. And um, that's the hardest thing, though, isn't it? Because we genuinely do need money. We genuinely need money to exist in this reality. But we have to kind of let go of that attachment to make it easier to manifest. Absolutely. So thank you for bringing that in. And that's why EFT ties in so brilliantly with this, isn't it? So from my experience as well, there was something else that I found as a connection to money. And that was self-love. Oh, yes. It's a beautiful (laughs) side effect of doing the money work, isn't it? But I actually found those that didn't love themselves found it harder to attract money. Those that didn't love themselves found it harder. I mean, I have been in that position myself. You know, I I spent basically 29 years of my life living a history of abuse, being abused. I I didn't have self-love. I didn't know what that Mm. even meant. And, Mm. you know, I remember being 26 years old and I was setting up my and I was in business and I went to this amazing business development day. And my my coach at the time she said, what do you want, Vicky? And I didn't know how to answer that question. I had no idea how to answer that question. Like, but what do you want? I don't know. I literally don't know. And that was a real groundbreaking day for me because it was, and I hadn't left the abusive relationship at that point either. So, but it did get the cogwheels turning. And I think that was something for myself that I personally learned. But then I've also seen over the years of the of the transformational work that I do, that clients go on that of self-love equals money. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's a chapter in my book called Money is the Mirror. And basically you can, you know, if you don't have a good relationship with money, you it, it's holding a mirror up to your relationship with yourself, like you just said. And one of the 
you know, the most amazing side effect of learning to connect with money without attaching is that you actually, all of a sudden you start to like yourself, don't you? And then you feel it's okay to say the word self-love. And then a little bit later, you're like, I actually quite love myself. And I'm like you, like, I I never thought I'd be able to say I love myself and mean it and not be embarrassed or not feel guilty or anything like that. Hey. And since, yeah, since I started working with money, I have learned boundaries. I've learned pattern breaking. I've learned self-esteem, self-confidence, self-pride, you know, all these things that actually as little girls are actually quite discouraged, aren't they? Don't get too big for your boots. Don't be too much, you know. And that create it does it keeps us small and and we think it's keeping us safe, but it the opposite's true, isn't it? Absolutely. It's actually yeah. holding you in a space of trauma because then you've got money trauma. And then yeah. the money trauma stories are then embodied in the body and then they just keep replaying. And as fast as you're trying to break through, you're attracting more money trauma because you haven't overcome that yet. Because again, you're on the similar journey to myself. And we, you know, you teach in, in a very similar way. Unless we deal with what's happening inside, we can't change the external forces. So, no, and no amount of positive thinking is going to overcome that. It's just going to make it worse. Like, this toxic positive thinking. Like, I'm a great believer that we have to be high vibe to manifest money, but we don't have to be always high vibe. Like, that's not realistic. Life's hard. Life sucks sometimes. Sometimes we're just grumpy because we're just grumpy, you know, and that's okay. Like, Toxic positivity makes that disconnection even worse, I think. Completely. You know, I saw even some of my clients will say to me, oh, I've been trying. I'm like, stop trying. So I stop trying. Just stop that right now. Let's have a break and then we'll go again. <laughs> yeah. And it's a bit, again, it comes back to that. If you want to manifest money, you've got to take the pressure off. Yes. You've got to take the expectation away. And you've got to release the, the the trauma that's in your body, the money yeah. trauma, especially. Um, I don't know why I'm honing in on that today, but for some reason it's coming up quite a bit. So and I think maybe because it's something we don't talk about. People mm. don't talk about money trauma and I don't see it out there much, but I see money, money, this money, that money, this money, that money, materialistics, money, mm. wealth, money, success. Oh, you can grow your business by investing. You can do, you know, just everyone talks about money, but they don't actually talk about money. <laughs> no. I'm and passionate about this one. <laughs> my, money trauma is, it's, it's like, well, it's like any trauma. It can be something significant or something insignificant, but it creates, as you know, it creates um, a blockage in our system. And this, I think, shows up in what I call energetic zeros. So like, I I started out on this journey to become a money alchemist with a hundred thousand pounds in debt, and um, I, that scared me. But when I got it down to sixty, that felt quite comfortable. Like I, I stopped being able to pay it off because it just felt comfortable at that level. But what that's actually indicating is that I have some sort of trauma that wants to keep me in debt because that feels safer than being debt free because. I've been in debt all my life. Who am I going to be? What's Eloise going to be without debt? Mm. You know, that's a significant trauma. I know when I got the mortgage on this place, I had had a home repossessed years and years before. And they offered us a mortgage, which was like, I think it was like 65 grand over what we asked for. And I was like, 
oh my god oh my god they're giving us too much money i don't think i can go through with this i mean my other half mark was like we can say no we can just take what we need <laughs> but even that was a huge amount of money and i was like don't they they, they know don't they they know i've had a house repossessed they, i can't be trusted with this much money and it made me feel very very sick and that's a trauma i'd had i'd had had my house repossessed and that was a money trauma. But sometimes money traumas come from non-money related situations as well. So I told a lie when I was five and I got my friend in trouble. And I have carried that with me my entire life. It would like creep up. You know, like shames just creep up on you, don't they? And then you start burning when it comes to your head, even though you're not even thinking about it. I'd even apologise to this girl then woman because we were in our 30s at the time when I saw her I was like, I'm so sorry I did that I've felt bad ever since that day and she didn't even remember it but that turned into a money trauma that I wasn't good enough to have more money so every time I got money I'd find a way consciously or subconsciously to manifest it away from me <laughs> like I'd I'd get money coming in from like I had a small inheritance from my aunt and as soon as the check cleared, I bumped into the car in front of me and you can bet your bottom dollar, it was exactly the same amount of money, right? And that's because I had a traumatic belief that I shouldn't have money because I told a lie when I was five. What an awful, awful person. It's so amazing. many ways. Yeah, it's, it's so amazing many ways. how the subconscious works. And yeah. I'm so grateful for you for sharing these stories as well, because they're so beneficial. And People don't talk about this enough. I don't no. talk you anyway. I think it's all, you know, going and earn 10K here, go and earn 5K there. Oh, by the way, you have you need to come and hit your seven figures with me and you need to do this. Mm. But it's not actually about the money. I mean, I help people create their solar line five-figure offers, mm. but I also do the money work with them. It's a bit yeah. of a different element. And this is where I think we can often overlook what's happening. So this week... Um, Inside my free group, I've been delivering a Alchemize Your Money Blocks uh, three-day experience. And it's been, I haven't planned it. I haven't gone anything. But yet yesterday, we were clearing entities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It wasn't on the agenda, I'm telling you. But they showed up and it needed clearing. So yeah. there's the entities. Then there's the the childhood stories. There's the generational programming that's been oh, yeah. you. There's the ancestral uh, beliefs that have come through mm. and then as you said you know we've done a podcast on Eloise's podcast about witch wounds and stuff regarding money as well like mm. you can't have what you want because it, you know, it's not safe to be seen it's not safe to be heard and actually unpicking that subconscious programming is what really transforms someone's life and yeah. this is where EFT really does come into play so yeah. I was going to go somewhere with that and I can't remember where I was going, but I think EFT would be a good place for us to to, to take next. So mm. a little bit of who you are, what you do and the magic that you create and, you know, how you've literally changed your life from 100K in debt to having money on tap to manifesting yeah. to teaching people how to manifest, but also using the healing. And that's something that I really do advocate, you know, it's, mm. it's not a case of the I love that you brought in as well, like toxic positivity. I get so stressed out with toxic positivity. Stop it. You're killing it's people. Yeah. <laughs> and this it is like struggling with mental health and stuff mm. like that. You know, let people have a fucking shit day. It's allowed. Exactly. They just don't have to stay there. That's I always call it like pity parties. Like you can have a pity party. That's absolutely fine. Just, just put an end date on it. You know, just say, right, I'm going to 
me sit in the bath and cry for three hours but I'm like okay well after that three hours that's me done you know um sometimes it's longer sometimes things take longer to heal don't they but I'm just like yeah don't don't force it forcing it's the absolute worst thing you can do absolutely but there is another technique that we could both tap into today to help anyone listening in watching to actually alchemize Mm their mind and body around money mm. um I'm, I'm happy to lead if you're happy to yeah 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 uh, we yeah. can do a little bit of lifting a little, bit of little bit of tapping freaking love tapping <laughs> it's so powerful isn't it like and it's so i think cool. that i would say there's two there's two there's only two ways you can get tapping wrong first one is to tap too hard if you're leaving marks on your face you're doing it wrong and the other one is to not do it to know it and not do it that's the other way you get it wrong sometimes I just sit on the toilet and just tap you know I'm not I don't do big 90 90 minute sessions just make sure you're doing it <laughs> yeah absolutely I do it while driving the car yeah, yeah. you know I'm sitting at the traffic lights I'm whatever i need to release i'm getting rid of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay so in terms then um how about we do a quick round um with money trauma actually acknowledging that we have money trauma but not attaching ourselves to it and then releasing that you, how do you feel about that yeah, Let's yeah. Do it. Mm-hmm. all right so those of you that don't know eft emotional freedom technique energy psychology we are using the meridian points on the body to allow you to shift the energy and rewire the brain which is your thought processing so on that note we're going to go in with a setup and which starts on the side of the hand and we're just going to tap and just tap here and we're going to do a quick setup of i think eloise are you you're happy to do an echo for me yeah absolutely brilliant okay (laughs) So as we're tapping, even though, even though there might still be some money trauma left in my body, there might still be some money trauma left in my body, stopping me receiving my millions, stopping me receiving my millions. I choose to deeply and completely, I choose to deeply and completely love and accept myself anyway, love and accept myself anyway, even though, even though. There might still be some stagnant energy in my being. There might still be some stagnant energy in my being. Preventing me from receiving more money. Preventing me from receiving more money. I choose to deeply and completely. I choose to deeply and completely. Raise my vibration. Raise my vibration. And love myself anyway. And love myself anyway. I think we've got one more on the setup. I've lost track. Even though. Even though. I'm not always aware of money trauma. I'm not always aware of money trauma. But I can become more aware of it. But I can become more aware of it. And I can still choose. And I can still choose. To raise my vibration. To raise my vibration. And receive more money anyway. And receive more money anyway eyebrow just because money trauma is there just because money trauma is there I did I doesn't mean I can't receive more money doesn't mean I can't receive more money under the eye because I can alchemize the money trauma because I can alchemize the money trauma under the nose and that will lift my vibration even more and that will lift my vibration even more and then onto the chin 
letting go. Just letting go. Of anything that I'm ready to release today. Of anything that I'm ready to release today. Collarbone. So I can receive more money today. So I can receive more money today. Under the arm. And breathe more deeply. And breathe more deeply. Top of the head. I can receive more money today. I can receive more money today. Eyebrow, regardless of what's happening inside. Regardless of what's happening inside. Side of the eye. I can receive more money today. I can receive more money today. Under the eye. And I can love receiving more money. And I can love receiving more money. Under the nose. Even though there's money trauma. Even though there's money trauma. Chin. I can choose to still love myself. I can choose to still love myself. Collarbone. Even though. Even though. Money trauma. Money trauma. Has impacted my life. Has impacted my life. Under the arm. I'm choosing to release it. I'm choosing to release it. Top of the head. Releasing those attachments. Releasing those attachments. Eyebrow. Opening my heart to receiving more. Opening my heart to receiving more. Side of the eye. I can receive more. I can receive more. Under the eye. I raise my vibration to receive more. I raise my vibration to receive more. Under the nose. And I choose to feel safe holding money. And I choose to feel safe holding money. Chin. And I'm going to practice holding more money. And I'm going to practice holding more money. Collarbone. Because every time I tap, because every time I tap, I open my nervous system. I open my nervous system. To being more relaxed. To being more relaxed. Under the arm. I relax my nervous system. I relax my nervous system. Top of the head. I change my story. I change my story. Eyebrow. I heal the past. I heal the past. Side of the eye. I release the stagnant energy. I release the stagnant energy. Under the eye. And I breathe into more money. And I breathe into more money. Under the nose. I love holding money. I love holding money. And I love the way money loves me. And I love the way money loves me. Collarbone, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And I take great pride in no longer rejecting it. <laughs> and I take great pride in no longer rejecting it. Under the arm, I'm open to receiving more money today. I'm open to receiving more money today. Top of the head. I'm open to receiving more money every day. I'm open to receiving more money every day. And take a deep breath in. I'm going to yawn. Yeah, yawn, shake it out. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was very high vibe and not at all toxic. I love that. It's just like no. feel your vibration going like that, can't you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I did something yesterday, actually. Maybe we could do that. Just like a really quick exercise. One of the things that I've been doing with my clients lately is trying to understand where their glass ceilings are. Mm. Start off with the shoulders being like the baseline and the root chakra. And then we kind of raise up, right? So between the shoulders and the top of the head, I don't know how I downloaded this. I just did at one point and this is how it's stuck. So we start at the shoulders and we go to the head. If you, when you raise your hands, it goes within here. We know we've got a chakra issue that we can unblock. If it goes above, then we, we know that this is a mindful thing and this is a belief system that we can then elevate and release as well. Mm -hmm. So all we do is we shake out the arms 
we let go of any control we let go of any um intentions to hold the space because we're just going to let the intuition the subconscious do its own thing and as you are shaking out your hands just ask yourself the question where is my glass ceiling and allow your hands to rise and allow them to stop where they need to stop allow them to just rise and go and see what happens okay Now, if we had done this before we started tapping, we probably would have seen a very different energy, but I didn't think about it at the time. And it was just something that I wanted to share. Yeah. So, I like that. That's really cool. Yeah, it was really yeah. different. It was just something I downloaded for one of my clients a few weeks back. Like, I was like, okay, where is your glass ceiling? And how are we going to find this? And then I just had this channel come down. So we've got this space. We know we're working within the chakras between the shoulders and the top of the head. Mm. And we just work with that. And yeah, just seeing where your glass ceiling is. Now, when people tend to do tapping, you always normally, we haven't really gone follow procedure today. We've just dived in with a little bit of a gifted energy. That's, that's my kind <laughs> of procedure, that is. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So what we would normally do is, right, okay, where are you on that on that scale, on that abundance scale? You've got the emotional guidance scale with Abraham and Esther Hicks. You've got the SUDS, which is the subjective distress units. Well, I just can't be asked for that, to be honest. So we can just right, use your body. Yeah. We're just going to yeah. use the hands. Where is your upper glass ceiling? When yeah. you know where your glass ceiling is, that's when you have the power to overcome it and push through it and extend out mm. of it. But yeah, it's a form of bustle testing, that isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Mm. But what is a glass ceiling? It's an upper limit that you can't see. Mm. There we go. But you're smashing against it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustration. Yeah. So just very, very quickly for those that have just done the tapping with us, make sure you're drinking lots of water today. Do tune in and you know give us some feedback on how you found EFT, whether it's something you are loving every day or something you're looking to bring into your life we want to hear from you so first of all Eloise thank you so much for sharing this space with me today my now, pleasure you, thank you if you haven't heard of Eloise and you haven't seen her magic all over Facebook with money alchemy and the magic that she brings with money go and check her out Eloise Burton she is on Facebook and if you want to just share the rest of your links there yeah, my um, website is fearlesslyfeminine.me. There's a free assessment so you can come and find out all about your money personality as well. Yes, I love that. Sacred money archetypes. Perfect. Go and do that with Eloise and get your free quiz. Um, were you on Instagram as well? Yeah, I'm fearlesslyfemininemoney on Instagram. Perfect. Yeah. So go and reach out, connect with Eloise, give her a follow, go and check out the quiz and get your money magic moving. And you will find me over in my Facebook group, The Spiritual Entrepreneur's Growth. Uh, we do lots of things going on over there, including psychic readings and all sorts on a weekly basis. This week is alchemizing your money blocks. Um, so, yeah, come and check us out and feel free to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would really benefit from having a little bit of a mindset shift and an energetic one around money. Thank you for listening in and I'll see you in the next episode.